0: Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to Episode 4 of the Common Sense Practical Prepper Podcast. (laughs) My name is Keith, and this is Episode 4, Making a Plan. So a couple observations here in the central Virginia area before we get started. I have noticed over the last uh, few days, gas prices have dropped about 20 cents a gallon, give or take. Pretty much peaked at $4.99 per gallon. And I have seen gas at $479, $480, $481. Now, with that said, I have not seen anything or read anything that would lead me to believe that the price of gas is going to continue to move downward. Maybe all the folks that make that decision are spending a long weekend at the beach and they haven't had a chance to talk to us about it. So I, you know, your your guess is as good as mine, but I, I I would not assume that it's gonna that it's gonna drop any lower. If if anything, it's gonna start uh, start creeping back up. So I just want to throw that out there. I was kind of surprised earlier today when I was out and about running some errands. And I saw uh, I saw gas was down. All right. So when I was digging through some websites today and in preparation for the podcast, I actually went to ready dot gov, uh, which is uh, one of the websites that the U.S. government has, and I'll be the first one to say that I trust the government about as far as I can throw it. However, this is a pretty good website. They have a lot of good information. You can download it, PDF, print it. Um, So there's some pretty good stuff. So we're going to talk about food and water. All right, we're going to talk about a seven-day scenario. Uh, Hurricane season is upon us. Uh, We have a hurricane. Let's uh, think back to like Hurricane Katrina. I know uh, I was without power for seven days, uh, so that was a mess. But, you know, I was prepared. So, seven days without power. So, let's look at this website and let's grab a few, a few, uh, a few tidbits off of it. So, seven days of food and water. Now, the easiest food is canned food, canned veggies, and canned meats. All right, meat. Um, Vienna sausages, you've got chili, we have any of our soups, you know, vegetable soup, spam, all right, we're going to fruits, um, pineapple, uh, applesauce, all sorts of fruits, canned juices, I got your apple juice, grape juice, tomato juice, high energy foods, uh, you've got your protein bars, uh, fruit bars. And don't forget, um, if you have any infants, you're going to have to have food for them. You're going to have the formula, you know, either powder, liquid, and then, uh, you know, whatever type of food babies are eating now. Uh, Gerber, I guess Gerber's still around with the little, with the little jars of, uh, of baby food. So um, food safety and sanitation. So when you have your fridge, the power's out. Only go in your fridge when you absolutely have to. Know what you're going for, know where it's at, and only go in there just for a few seconds and close that. Now, if you manage that well, your fridge is going to keep food cold enough 12, 18, 24 hours or more, depending on your fridge. It's also depending on, you know, the temperature inside the house. So with the lead time of hurricanes, you know, we have the opportunity to get ice. We have the opportunity to, You know, take a cooler and, uh, you know, fill it with ice. You know, you got your bottled water. Um, You know, always plan uh, if you have, you know, it's going to be an an extended time without power. And you can always move some of that uh, food, uh, you know, to a cooler ahead of time. You know, so when, you know, you need to get, you know, the bologna and the cheese, you know, and that sort of thing, you can go into the smaller cooler as opposed to going into the fridge or going into the freezer. All right. So we have our food and we need to cook it. If you have a a stove or a range and it's, uh, you know, propane propane or natural gas uh, and it's working, you're good to go. Now, uh, if you don't, it's an electric, electric stove. Do you have a grill? Do you have a charcoal grill? Do you have a propane grill? Most people have a grill. You can certainly use that. If you do not have a grill, you can get, um, you know, those Coleman camping grills, you can get a small, uh, like a Weber grill that's charcoal. Any small grill will work, will work. Now, your propane camp stoves and that sort of thing, under no circumstances should you use that indoors, not even with, with, with good ventilation. If you're going to use your grill, your little camp grill, your Blackstone, whatever you have going on, make sure you are outside or if you're in your garage, make sure the garage door, the roll-up door is open and you're near that door. Now, butane cooktops or butane burners, you can use a butane cooktop inside, but you still have to have minimal uh, ventilation. Crack a door, crack a window, uh, but in no circumstances are you to fire up your propane grill, you know, inside. So there we go. We have our we have our food. Now we know how to uh, cook our food, and we're going to talk about water. Ready.gov recommends at the minimum one gallon of water per person per day. The rule of thumb that I use is at the minimum two gallons of water. Per person, per day. Now, that water, you're going to drink it. You're going to use it for cooking. You're going to use it, uh, you know, to to bathe. You know, not like taking baths or anything, but grab a washcloth, a little bit of water, and wipe yourself down. You should never ration water unless ordered to by the local authorities. That's because you should never, if you're if you're going to skimp on anything go ahead and, you know, and skip lunch or cut down your portions for a meal if, you know, there's a, you know, there's a danger that uh, you might be running short on food. Under no circumstances do you want to ration water. That could lead to dehydration and then from there it's just completely downhill. So, you know, just make sure you're drinking your water and, of course, don't substitute, you know, sodas, diet sodas, uh, juices, high-sugary content juices. Don't substitute that for the, for your normal water intake. Now, storing water, you know. So we we've had our lead time for the hurricane, and we went to Walmart or whatever, and we bought, you know, eight or ten, you know, one-gallon jugs of spring water, distilled water, and we went and bought shoot, I don't know, 8 or 10 flats of you know, uh, bottles of water, you know, 36, 48, whatever, whatever happens to be. So we have enough water you know, to get us through the seven days. Now in a different video, we'll talk about storing larger quantities of water for a long-term or a longer-term storage situation you know, than, our, than our seven days. You also have the ability to, um, you know, if you need to boil your water, if, uh, you know, there's been some, uh, a boil order or boil alert that has come over uh, because of uh, the wastewater treatment plant uh, is either at reduced capacity or, or the power is out there as well. And so the water within the system really cannot be trusted, you know, so you're going to need to boil that water. You can also add bleach, I know that seems kind of weird. You, you can also add bleach to water to uh, to chlorinate it, and that, that basically disinfects that water. And it is one-eighth teaspoon of bleach per gallon. You stir it, and you let it set uh, for 15 minutes. I'm sorry, for 30 minutes. Now, make sure the bleach that you use um, has not expired, the fresher the better, and make sure it's non-scented. Just plain old bleach. We don't need any, you know, flowery linen bleach in our water because that's just another preservative that you don't want to put inside your body. Now, after you let that water settle for the 30 minutes and you drink it, guess what? It's gonna taste like bleach. So, but it's not gonna hurt you and you're and you're getting your water, your water intake. All right, so we've covered our food and water. Um, let's talk about quickly, let's talk about a first aid kit. All right, you're going to need to have a first aid kit, fire extinguishers. That's stuff that you should have j- just as a, as a matter of course. So you can make your own first aid kit, or you go to Amazon, Walmart, Target, wherever you want to go, and you can spend anywhere between fifteen and $1,500 all the way up to some huge trauma kit. If you want to, you know, perform open heart surgery during the, during the disaster, you can certainly do that. Go ahead and have that. Go ahead and have the fire extinguishers. Go ahead and have the first aid kits. Um, hand sanitizer. We have plenty of that floating around. Uh, you can always, instead of, you know, washing your hands, you know, with a, with a bottle of water, whatever you have set aside, uh, you can always just use hand sanitizer. Baby wipes work fantastic. Uh, you know, in the, in a situation where, you know, you just want to clean off your hands, wipe the back of your neck, wipe your face, you know, you got dirty feet, got a dirty butt, whatever you need to do. Oh, don't forget the toilet paper. Go ahead and, uh, and use the baby wipes. Always a good thing to have around. So again, folks, where I'm getting this information is from uh, ready.gov, www.ready.gov on the interwebs. A lot of good information, they have a lot of PDFs. You can go ahead and uh, and download those. You can print those and it wouldn't be a bad idea to i guess put together a little binder. Uh, you can always write down and keep you know a small inventory uh, what I do and, and what a lot of people that prep do uh, you know if they have a pantry, that sort of thing uh, you know they basically just have you know a little inventory list so we'll talk a little bit of mo- a little bit more about that and about pantries. We'll talk about FIFO, which is first in, first out. Uh, Just briefly, when you have a a, a prepper pantry, per se, the pantry is not like, you know, behind some, you know, blast-proof door that in the case of an emergency, you open it and then like there's all your food. Now, there's something is to say, there's something to say about um, food storage in number 10 cans, it's good for, you know, 20, 25, 30 years, but... You know we're not gonna we're not gonna sit there and and, and have um, our applesauce our three bean salad and everything like that that expires in two years. You know we're not gonna go oh well no disaster these in the last two years I guess we better throw it away. What you do is when something gets close to the expiration or you're just hungry, you go to your pantry and you grab the oldest. You grab it off of the front and you just move everything forward you know, if you have five or six cans of soup, you know, you're looking at the soup. Oh, this one expires in three months. Well, I'm going to go ahead and eat that tonight for dinner or for lunch. I'm moving things forward. I go to my little notebook, my little Excel spreadsheet, whatever I have going on. And I just check it off knowing that when I go to the store next time, I need to replace that. I will go ahead and have my book with me. I will check the expiration date and hopefully It's been, you know, this one will expire in two years, and I take that and I put that at the back of the shelf. So, anyway, ready.gov. Go ahead and check that out. Um, Again, this is just the basics. Seven days, we've made it. Hallelujah! Power's back on. AC's back on. The fridge is in fantastic shape. We have survived, and we're gonna. In a few other videos, we're gonna we're gonna dig a little deeper, Uh, go into a, a few more details. Uh, We'll talk about shelter a little bit. I don't want to get hung up on, you know, shelter. We might talk about, you know, if you have to bug out, but we're going to talk about that way down the road. So I think next episode, we're going to get into some specifics or pacifics of some different types of recipes and the different types of things you should have in your pantry. You know, it's not going to look much different than just your regular old pantry or wherever you keep your food at home. All right, folks, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, This has been episode four, Making a Plan. Happy birthday, America. That is tomorrow. And as always, be safe. Take care of one another. Until next time.